nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside? Huh? i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. The hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man Put money in my mom's hand Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it And live the free sky's the limit Motherfucker
nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You wanna see the inside, huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. They come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh -huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, I'll corner my layer While we out here Say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man Stand. Put money in my mom's hand Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it And live the free sky's the limit All right. All right. 
What is going on, guys? What is What's going up, guys? on? Got Logan here. How's hey. it going, bro? What's um, up? The mod father himself, the notorious baby face. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Um, guys, hop right into the intro, man. If this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how this show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday, we are on here with the news. Um, 4 p.m. Central, and then for Unscripted, that is right after Raw. So whatever time zone you're in, whatever time Raw ends, uh, we are on live for Notorious Unscripted. Uh, speaking of this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, if you guys did miss that episode, um, if you guys did miss that, you can now watch that on all platforms. That one is, I believe, titled, Did Adam Cole and Red Dragon's Heel Turn Happen a Little Too Early? Um, or That is what we talked about mainly. That is, uh, that is the name of the episode, man, or something like that. Uh, so if oh, you guys yeah. did miss that, you guys can now watch that on all platforms, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, like I said, join us right here after Monday Night Raw every Monday. And with that, if this, uh, if you guys have not got a chance to got your get your hands on some official Notorious Sales podcast merchandise. You guys can now find that on bonfire.com. The link is at the top of the description of this video, and it is in uh, both mine and Sir K's uh, social media pages. on our, uh, and That is where you can find our link tree, man. So on the top left, you got the Notorious Sales podcast um, Chicago flag design. On the bottom right, you got the Notorious Sales podcast uh, skyline design. You got... Um, the best kept secret to the IWC, the one of the OG shirts, man, the Riddler inspired IWC's best kept secret shirt, and you got the uncrowned kings of the IWC, man, the Biggie shirt, um, and then in the middle you have the base Notorious Seals podcast logo design, man. So if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of this beautiful, beautiful merchandise, you guys can now find this live on Bonfire.com right now. Like I said, the link is at the top of the description of this video. And if you guys follow either me and Sirkay on any social medias, you can find that easily in our link tree, man. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Get the merch. Get the merch if you haven't already, man. But, yeah. Um, Definitely. Also, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the hosts of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sirkay here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. Just, just been chilling out, man. Been a good, been a good couple days, man, and just uh, just been waiting for all that weekend, man. But yeah. um, I, I've been chilling, man. I've been chilling. How's everybody in the chat, man? Toronto's not here yet, so we can't ask the question yet, man. But how's everyone doing in the comments, man? What about you, bro? How are you? Yeah, man. Um, I'm good. As Durante normally asks, I'm good, bro. The family's good. And what about you, Durante? So, um, but yeah. I'm good, man. I've been saying this shit to you guys for, like, the past couple weeks, man. Nothing going on, but simultaneously a lot going on, man. So, yeah. it's an interesting time, as I tell you guys every week. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. But, uh, yeah. Interesting time in life um, at the moment. So, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. That's that's pretty much about it. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing too much, bro. Nothing too much. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. With that's pretty much it with me, man. Nothing, nothing yeah. other than nothing going on, but a lot going on. If that makes sense. So, yeah. 
man, we got, uh, kind of a, well, to keep the common theme here, we kind of have no news, but a lot of news. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, really no small stories that matter, just big shit. Yeah, yeah, not, um, yeah, not, not too much, not too much small stories, man, but we actually are gonna start you guys off with a bomb here. We got two CM Punk stories, man, and the first one we're about to go over is regarding to his Wednesday night promo yeah. on Adam Hangman Page. CM Punk has backstage heat in AEW after improvised promo on Hangman Page. Oh, man. Oh, man. While speaking on Wrestling Observer Live, Brian Alvarez revealed that Brian Alvarez revealed that Punk's promo had the AEW locker room divided. He says there were a few furious people at Punk backstage because Hangman is a well-liked guy, so they're mad at Punk. Also, also you have the people who are on Punk's side who say Hangman started this, so they're mad so they're mad that you're mad at CM Punk. I know this is pro wrestling and we have the MJF deal, but I was told it's not it w it was start it started when Hangman was unprofessional and Punk followed that up by making Hangman look like a fool. Alvarez went on to confirm that there are no plans for CM Punk versus Hangman Page rematch. We will have we will have to see what happens. Tony Khan has now already made the feud. Tony Khan now has a ready-made feud on his hands. Punk's promo on Adam Page was a receipt for what Page said about him prior uh, months prior. Punk and Page did not have any interactions before and after the promo either. Well, you, uh, we'll keep you updated on the developing story. And then there is another story on. Um, yeah, CM Punk's promo on Adam Page being a receipt. Mm -hmm. CM Punk's promo on Adam Page was not a part of the plans and was a shoot. According to Sean Ross Sapp behind Fightful's paywall, CM, Punk, CM Punk's promo on Adam Page stemmed from another promo Adam Page cut before their feud at Double or Nothing in May. It was... It was further said that CM Punk might have believed that the promo on this week's episode of AEW Dynamite was a receipt for what Adam Page said about him in the past. Punk defeated Page at AEW's Double or Nothing earlier this year before, be, before being forced away from the ring for several months. Uh, before that, however, there was word that Punk and Hangman didn't see eye to eye on some promo material that emerged on an episode of AEW Dynamite that built to their match. Fightful has been told that Fightful has been told that it was to the point about CM it was to the point that CM Punk met with AEW higher ups about the context of Adam Hangman Page's promo. Voices of Wrestling had noted that they'd heard that Punk had told others after the meeting in May he would not lose to Hangman. The belief among several on the roster we spoke we spoke to was that Punk believed Hangman went into business for himself, leading into their double or nothing match. That Punk that Punk may have seen the August 
August 17th promo as a receipt. It's important to note that the locker room speculation, speculation, as opposed to Punk telling anyone directly from Punk's end of things, that the Hangman promo had alluded to Punk's issues with Colt Cabana and happened during, during a week where Punk wasn't at the show while Punk shot at Hangman happened with Hangman present. Again, hmm. man, one thing I would like for these people to do is tell us the promo or that sparked all this. Because I don't remember Eggman Page saying some crazy shit to this man like that. You know what I mean? What, what is the promo? Tell us. And I might believe them. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, they... they... I genuinely... And, like, please brush me up if I don't remember this. But I genuinely do not remember Hangman ever bringing up anything about Colt Cabana. No, exactly. To CM Punk. I, like, I genuinely I do not. Couldn't tell you where that fucking idea has come from, bro. I don't remember that. And, like, if it... First of all, like you said yesterday when we were talking, if he did... Everyone would have talked about it when it happened. I, I feel, and, yeah. And my thing is, how are you going to... Because usually when there's a story like this where someone goes mad about a promo thing and later down the line they're mad, when these news, news sources are talking about it, they reference the date of that promo, the context of the promo. Yeah. The fact that they aren't doing none of that, they're just saying that promo, that either tell me the actual promo or your story means nothing to me. It... It doesn't make sense. It, yeah, it really doesn't. Um, they, I was seeing clips of this promo uh, circulate on Twitter and stuff, and it was the promo where the promo where Adam Page told Punk, "I'm not defending." The AEW, I'm not defending the AEW title. I'm defending AEW from you. It was that no. promo. I genuinely don't remember him bringing up anything about Colt Cabana from that promo. No, he, he didn't. I, I swear he didn't. So, where is this random shit coming from? Like, I don't know. Man, uh, shit's just, just, just fishy as hell. I don't know, man. I don't know. And besides, if this has any any truth to it the fact that punk is mad about promo material coming from him is completely ironic to me oh, he literally yeah. sat on a stage with his legs crossed and said this company is going to be better when the chairman of the company the man who made the company into what it is today is dead so if you're and mad he... about someone telling you some shit you are you're a pussy, bro. Uh, that that doesn't. If, if it does have any truth to it, but that's the thing is like, even at that, that is just that's completely unbelievable to me. Punk is upset because of things that were said to him on the mic. So you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Yeah, and my thing is, hey, like. CM Punk and MJF had overall more 
deep cut promos with each other. So why wasn't he pissed at any of the shit MJF said about him? Like, exactly. That's what just it just doesn't make sense. It, it, yeah, like, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know, man. It's 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 kind of hard to believe. It it's really kind of is. hard to believe. Um, I mean, I'll believe it if we get some more development in the story, man. I mean, yeah. and then there's, and then there, it's then there's this part in here that he went to higher ups about the context that was used in the promo, and he told them that he wouldn't lose to Hangman. I mean, again, if if that's if that's true, that's just fucked up. I mean, the the whole point of you coming here was to, and you said it yourself, work with the younger talent that has fire inside of them. Hangman's one of those guys, so it exactly. I don't know, man. I don't know. It doesn't make much sense to me. That 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 part that part is is definitely more believable in the story that he didn't mm-hmm. want to. If it is true, he was so upset that he didn't want to lose to Hangman because you know how some of these old, older guys can be. They yeah. don't want to lose to these younger guys, and then and then it, something came out about Hangman not wanting to not wanting to. Uh, lose himself now wanting to take advice from like the older guys and i seen cornet was blasting him for that it's like dude uh, just because you're old doesn't mean he needs to take your advice if he feels that your advice is stupid he that's stupid. not a rule that he has exactly. to take your advice so you know i i don't know man this is just really this is really random all of a sudden i mean very random and like I don't know, man. You were out for two and a half months, and you just come back mad as shit at Hangman. Like, like I, hmm? it that that just it, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. it doesn't make like you're telling me in those two months you didn't get over what was said about Colt Cabana to you. I mean, Jesus, man. I, I don't know. Or like Bell in the comments the same. Just if it is true, you're not over the Colt Cabana situation after all these years. I know, well, like, you guys, you are not. You, seriously, bro, like, you guys work in the same company, like, get over it. Adults, or, bro. actually, no, Cole Cabana's not even backstage anymore, so no, get over he's it. Knowledge. He's not there. People are gonna bring it up, you know, I mean, like I said, if this has any truth to it, that is completely ironic coming from CM Punk. You are exactly. mad over promo material, and you literally told Vince McMahon once he dies, the company is gonna be better. But even when that does happen, all his family are idiots and are incapable of running the company. That is basically what you told that man. So, you know, and and not to mention some of the other things he's probably told people as well. So, Exactly, man, exactly. It's just so random. And another factor I was thinking about, man, people have been, were comparing this to like the Cody stories of him leaving. And my thing is, we kind of all knew with the Cody shit. It was built up in the news. Everyone kind of realized it over like a year span. This guy could be leaving. But with this punk shit, it's literally just, it just dropped. Random as fuck. No indication that any of this has been going on. So, it it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't align. No, no, it really doesn't. And besides, Punk's promos with 
like Hangman, like if I was CM Punk, I'm happy because yeah. those promos were great, and exactly. he brought out like a like a, a darker side of of Hangman that that was you know felt like he had the burden the burden of defending the whole company from this guy. So mm-hmm. it just made for really good material, man. And if you're upset with that, if you're upset with that, dude, you beat him in the end. So Who you cares at that point. I mean, like you, you beat him. You know what I mean? And, I mean, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Definitely, man. And, and another thing, man, the reason I think this is definitely part of a big story, man, it's MJF and Hangman's whole thing against Punk and their feuds was, we're trying to warn you guys, this dude, this dude's bad news for the company. We're protecting AEW, and I remember Logan said before, and it it hits even better with this situation that it's it would be really hard to do a heel CM Punk because who the hell's gonna boo him? And stories like this, the way you look at Twitter right now towards Punk, this is the perfect way to get that man hated, man. Exactly. You make him everything he exactly. You make him everything his core fan base always hated. The fucking the company guy that refuses to lose. Do that. The the you know the toxic older you know veteran. Perfect way to do it, man. I think that's what they're doing, man. I really do, and it, it's gonna be funny as hell when all these people on Twitter. That are like quote tweeting that fucking Vince quote about he's your problem now and shit. I can't wait because when this is all revealed, let's say it is a work and it's revealed over time that this is a work. Those people that are hating Punk right now saying, "Oh yeah, I knew it." They're gonna be singing a man's praises. Twitter's so funny the way it works like that. Right now they are just, "Oh, you should have never signed them." This is what happens when you sign CM Punk, and in a couple months. They're going to be praising the hell out of this man. It's hilarious. And then and then the, the next story. See, we started you guys off with a story that... That could be... Probably like a 50-50 chance. Maybe yeah. like a... 45-55 chance. That it could 60, be true. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, 60-40, yeah, whatever. Same thing. Um, there's... That it could be true and it could be not, but this one reaches uh, different, mm-hmm. different levels of, of bullshit to me. So this next one, CM Punk was reportedly so unhappy backstage at AEW that some thought he may quit. When? That's what I want to know. For when? what? For what? When? How? What? <laughs> like, how the what? fuck does that, like, what? How does that it's, make any sense? Literally, man. And, it, like, what? It That's like hearing that Roman Reigns is upset and Loki wants to leave. Like, if that came out, WWE fans would not believe that shit. The same way I don't believe that shit about CM Punk. I just don't. No. No, like, I, I, I I really don't. Um, bro, okay, so according to a recent report from Fightful Select, 
CM Punk met with AEW higher-ups about the context of one of Page's, Hangman Page's promos, telling others after the meeting that he wouldn't lose to Page at the pay-per-view. The report also states that people within AEW felt last night's promo was unfair to Page. If that's the case, that is tremendously, tremendously unfair to Adam Page. Oh, if, yeah. if it was a real thing and Punk... And, and, and Punk improvised that, which AEW promos aren't scripted, so technically they're all improvised, but... Yeah. That is... I know what they mean by that. Completely, completely unfair. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I know what they mean, too. Like, you know, tell him to go out there and cut a promo on Moxley, and then you just bring up fucking Hangman for no reason. Exactly. That if 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 that is true, that's bullshit. Cause you made him look like an asshole, uh-huh. like you know. So, given that he wasn't aware it was going to happen, putting him in a no-win situation, he couldn't interrupt a promo that he wasn't supposed to be involved in. Fightful also mentioned that Page was in the building last night, but hadn't received any word on how he responded to the promo. Uh, that said. They note that he's not viewed as a confrontational person and is generally well-liked backstage by the talent. The report relays the report relays that many backstage believe that Punk thought Hangman went into business for himself, using his promo last night as a receipt to Page. But this was reportedly uh, this was reportedly largely as a locker room speculation rather than anything Punk said himself. Although there are several reports suggesting that we that that will might have caused Punk's frustrations, Fightful does state that they're unclear what the cru- what the crux of his issues has where the crux of his issues have come from. The mm. meatiest part of Fightful's report claims that Punk had been expressing displeasure verbally. Sometimes mm. so blatantly that he that some thought he might quit AEW. People close to the former WWE champion told uh, told Fightful that he om- he might have decided to stay home instead of showing up last night for the August 17th edition of Dynamite, but don't believe the best in the world would have quit. Fightful also stated that they haven't given any inking to believe that Punk will leave AEW, but they have been told by one All Elite veteran that they've heard threats being levied by Punk. Punk is officially set to unify the AEW Championship next week against Jon Moxley, with the decision for that match happening very late. According to Fightful, they weren't given any context on how late this decision was made, as the match was previously scheduled to happen at All Out in Punk's hometown of Chicago. That's what I thought. Didn't yeah. they, like, confirm it for All Out? I swear to God they confirmed it, man. That's why I saw it, thought it was so weird that they showed it for Dynamite, man. It's that That's weird, man. But um, one of my things about this story that just throws me off. So, apparently, from Fightful Sources during the story, it goes from people close to Punk to one... AEW veteran. I don't know how it goes from that to that. Mm-hmm. So, it's... I don't know, man. This shit Dude, seems very put together. You know, like I said, bro, the the Adam Page story 
that is a story that genuinely I really I I don't re I wouldn't really call anybody an idiot for believing any side of it because yeah. there is some things you could see some truth to you know mm -hmm. you could see that being true and then there's some stuff where you're like where you can kind of see bullshit but Punk's unhappy in AEW and he so it got so bad over the time he was injured that he thought about quitting he wasn't there. Like, so what would he be mad about? Like, it's not what like, the fuck? Like, what? And it's not like someone else injured him to maybe he's upset about. He did it to himself. If anything, if this was a story about AEW being annoyed with Punk over his injury that he kind of caused himself, I would believe that story a little more. But Punk injured himself. And what would he be mad about if he's gone? It's just, it's just like a story that's just been tossed, and I, I don't believe it. I really do not. Yeah, man, and and AEW, AEW, they've kind of done this stuff before, man, to where they they mm -hmm. like to work the dirt sheets because they shit. know what grasps attention. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If Tony Khan comes out on Dynamite, or if Tony if Tony Khan relays this message to Tony Schiavone to say. And uh, he says, hey, Tony, um, hey, I need you to go out there and say that Punk is unhappy in AEW. Mm -hmm. And if they have them go out there and say, oh, CM Punk's unhappy, uh, unhappy being in AEW, and he's thinking about quitting, everybody's obviously going to know it's a work. But hey. this is what I love about AEW. How do you get the fans, how do you get the to fans really to see that. this shit? And blur the lines between mm -hmm. reality and fiction. But how do you do that without making friends to the worksheets? Because if that ever gets out, a lot of those guys are losing their job. Like if, if, oh, if, yeah. if, if, if like if a show goes out the window, honestly, man, like if, a, like, for example, if a Sean Ross sap is working with AEW, you are not he's credible old, anymore. Right? And he's, exactly. he's like the main one other than Meltzer and like <laughs> Alvarez, but if, say, for example, if it ever comes out that Sap was working with AEW and is helping them with these works, his credibility is out the fucking window. It's so how do you? So how do you do that? You work the dirt sheets. Exactly. You, you work the dirt sheets. You have somebody backstage tell them yeah, some bullshit, you know, mm -hmm. anonymously by design, you know, and that is how you get people to believe this shit. Because I'm going to... I mean, every wrestling fan's guilty of it. I'm going to believe something that pops up on my dirt sheet notification before I believe something that, uh, some real home. life stuff, quote exactly. unquote, that is just said, you know, by, oh. uh, like, on television. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just the state of business at this point, and it's in wrestling. We trust. The news sources more than we trust the on tv because like, it's just how we do it now because we're we're smart we're not like these 80s wrestling fans we know what's going on backstage so when we actually don't quote unquote it throws us off yeah and i mean look at the situation even with even, even with cody rhodes you know what i mean they put out that press mm -hmm. release me and sir k were like what the fuck is this what is this bullshit? You know, and they put it out themselves, and it ended up being true. But that's just how 
a wrestling fan is wired nowadays. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, we're we're almost wired to be like, mm, I'll believe it if Sap says it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or if a, a credible guy, you know, says something like that, then I'll then I'll be like, mm, okay, you know. But even mm-hmm. uh, I was gonna say, but even nowadays, it's hard to believe them because you don't know who's getting worked. Exactly, exactly, bro. Like with the with the Cody stuff, it, it correlates really well in the news part of this. With the Cody stuff, although I, at one point I believed that it was a work, it got to a point where even though I didn't want him in it, I knew I was like, damn, this dude's really leaving. What the hell? But like with this, I, I don't believe it. I, I and, can't. Like, I I can the, I can mm-hmm. believe. Like I said, a little bit out of the out of the Adam Page promo receipt stuff. I'm mm-hmm. genuine. I'm not buying that Punk is so unhappy in AEW that he's gonna quit. I, like, I can't. What? Like, what is he gonna walk out of his apartment? It wasn't there. Like, it. Like, like also with the Cody stuff. Like, it made sense in a way, even though Cody was being Cody. It all made sense with money, creative. All that stuff, but with this, Punk's getting paid off the ass. He's getting the creative decisions off the ass. He's in whatever feud he wants. All that. So, it's it's like I don't I don't believe it, bro. Is I think this is all just a big big part of the storyline to turn that man heel. Because like I said, the CM Punk core audience. The only way is to make that CM Punk core audience to boo him is to make him like these stories are making him out to be. That's the only way to get people to boo him. And when MJF is on the verge of coming back and he has a big match with Mox in Cleveland on a show where he walked out of a Cleveland world title match before. Come on, man. Like I said in my quote tweet, bro, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Perfect way to tell a story. Definitely. Definitely, bro. So, yeah, man. I mean, I I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I really I don't, don't know about that one. Uh, you know, AEW, like Sir K just said, bro, they've given the guy everything <laughs> he wants. Everything they he wants, man. gave the man his ice cream bars, bro. Come on. They kind of gave him to himself, but they allowed him to do that in a way. So, he, he got the ice cream bars, bro. Definitely, bro. So, I, I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I, I just, I have a really, 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 really hard time, time believing that, man. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know about this one, man. I think this is just an elaborate, uh, an elaborate work. I think, mm-hmm. I really think we end up seeing MJF on Wednesday, but... Uh, Bella said this in the comments. What are the, you know, Hangman don't got shit for All Out. He doesn't have exactly. nothing. So Bella says, or Bell, sorry, I keep calling you Bella. Bell says in the comments, um, what about a Fatal 4-Way? That would be dope, man. It'd basically be AEW versus the one man, CM Punk. That shit could be hard. That shit could be hard as hell. Basically, basically, man. So... I mean, you got yeah, you got you got that you got that to think about. Uh, A triple threat too is also another option, you know. Um, A triple threat is also another option. Mox, Punk, MJF. 
Um, but yeah, and I just seen something uh, uh, from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I'm not sure how true it is. I was just scrolling through Twitter and seeing somebody quoted it from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that MJF's on his way back soon. So Exactly. So The, the only thing I hate... The only thing I hate about MJF coming back now is we, if he interrupts their match this Wednesday, we literally get one week of build on the go-home show. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. That's I mean, the story's the... going to continue after All Out, so. Right, right. But it, it just, like, dude... All Out is your biggest show of the year, bro. Like, stop it with the two-week announcements. Stop it with mm -hmm. the, we got this big match and one more Dynamite till All Out. Like, dude, build it up. Like, exactly. build it up, bro. Get that hype going, bro. Doesn't make doesn't make any sense, bro. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it really doesn't. But yeah, man, I'm I'm genuinely genuinely not believing that um that that, that CM Punk. Is gonna is gonna quit AEW. That's, no. that's completely ridiculous to me. I really don't believe that, bro. No, not at all, man. Not at all. So with that, I actually just seen this piece of news. Tony Khan is reportedly dealing with a ton of backstage drama. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the alleged drama doesn't involve punk. Okay. But many top guys in the organization and has gotten much worse in recent weeks. While he didn't name any names... Meltzer indicated that he feels AEW CEO Tony Khan needs to sit everyone down and air everything out before it gets worse. Apparently, the situation in uh, the situation in intensified when Colt Cabana was given an angle in in the Dark Order faction and was no longer being brought to television tapings. Meltzer noted that Cabana was. Meltzer noted that Cabana was due to be cut from his AEW contract, but Khan instead signed him, signed the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion to the Ring of to Ring of Honor after purchasing the promotion. According to the wrestling, according to the Observer report, while different versions of events, different versions of events, are believed by different people in the locker room, the Cabana situation was the catalyst for the dissension behind the scenes including the the strive between Punk and Adam Page that saw the Second City Saint reference Page without the knowledge of AEW management in his promo uh, in his promo with the AEW interim world champion John Moxley at Dynamite Meltzer made it clear however if however that even if even if the Cabana scenario has not occurred something else would have brought things to the boiling point Given the different personalities involved, he concluded it feels like a number of people are getting close to their breaking point if things don't get settled. Hmm. So, my thing about that story is, they say the whole point of that backstage drama is that it doesn't involve the punk thing, it's separate, and then he just talks about the punk thing. 
So does it involve it or not? Because if that's the catalyst to the drama, what's the other part of the drama? Exactly. And again, with these news sources, brother, just it's just fishy. There's just no actual real details. Some, it's, it's just that. It's not, it's, sorry to cut you off, but it sounds like somebody's sending them bullshit, bro. Like, exactly, bro. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is going on. Care to elaborate? Nah, bro, this shit just going on. <laughs> it's like, it, it's it so surface level. It, it says right here, the alleged drama does not involve punk. Now, later in the article, it says... It's the it says the Colt Cabana situation, you know, him being fired and the Young Bucks going to bat for him. We already know that story. The yeah. Colt Cabana situation was the catalyst for the dissension behind the scenes, including the strife, be- including the strife between Punk and Page. Like, so it does involve Punk. Exactly. It's like the other story we just talked about is it, one thing correlating to one but they say it doesn't. How does one news source go to another? And then with this story, how does the drama being separate from the punk start from the punk drama? It's just like, they're obviously, to me, being sent these things to, you know, report them when they're bullshit, and they don't know that they are. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Nothing aligns. No, it really really doesn't I, I i i don't but i mean if there is any drama backstage man i definitely agree with i think melter said it man he just needs to sit everybody down and let everybody air their fucking grievances because exactly. there's no way it's gonna get better you know that's a very wwe thing to do mm-hmm. um by just letting oh you know just let the shit simmer and let everybody just get pissed off and be unhappy you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's it's it shouldn't be like that and i mean tony khan should just get everybody sit everybody down and be like yo what the fuck is going on man yeah like, literally god damn yeah um yeah i mean it's i don't know man it's 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 fishy it's really fishy man it really is definitely so Yeah, man, that's pretty much everything for our punk story. Mm-hmm. Um, should we, should we talk about, should we talk about the contract tampering now? I think it's a good thing to go into, actually. Definitely. All right, man. WWE. Oh, it's straight up contract tampered, bro. This is another thing that doesn't. If if there. If there is any drama, if there is any real drama, which I'm sure there is, that goes on backstage in AEW, oh, yeah. there's always this, drama. This this is this is not this is not good for the no. people that are unhappy because WWE is reaching out to AEW talent regarding interest in jumping ship. You can't do that. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you can't do that. That's illegal. Sean Ross Sapp behind Fightful's paywall uh, reported behind Fightful's paywall that an unavail that an and that an available AEW talent who is under contract 
revealed that revealed to AEW management that WWE had reached out to them about coming to WWE. Apparently, talent made it clear talent made it clear that they are happy with AEW and felt like higher ups need to know. This particular performer stated to management that they don't have a desire to leave All Elite Wrestling. Uh, he, uh, Sap says, I'm digging, I'm digging more. We're told that the claim was that a member of WWE's talent relations department contacted the AEW talent. The source close to AEW had indicated. Wait a minute. WWE's talent relations department. Who's it, the head of that? I don't know who's the new head of it. Triple H is the new head of talent relations. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> You get a couple good phrases on your creative. You can't commit. You can't go and commit a crime. Man, they loving this show, bro. Yo, I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna go hit up Malachi Black, bro. That's my boy. Bro, I man, I was reading over that. I was like, wait a minute, talent relations. Like that's fucking Triple H's department. He said, hey, bro, I don't don't want to do it because I don't want to get in trouble legally. But you think you can hit this dude up for me? I'll give you his number. I'll give you his number, bro. Like. You can't do that anyway. <laughs> like, bro, you can't go in to contact him at all. Like, what? Jesus. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. He said, we're told that the claim was from a member of WWE's talent relations department con- uh, contacted the AEW talent. The source close to AEW had indicated to Fightful that they'd referred to the call... Uh, the source close to AEW had indicated to Fightful that they'd referred to call their representation instead of speaking directly. We were able to confirm that claim with the actual performer. Though they wish to remain anonymous as of now, it's worth noting that while we can verify... It's it's worth noting that while we can verify the claim was made we've learned nothing about the alleged contact sources familiar with the situation had told fightful that there was that there was no mistake this performer was already under a full-time contract in recent weeks wwe has re-signed cross scarlet bfab dakota kai top dollar ashanti adonis and extended eo eo sky's wwe deal Fightful reached out to WWE reps and and who have not responded to our request for comment or contact. WWE is not uh, WWE has not responded to this story. It would be very interesting to know exactly who WWE has their eye on within AEW. We'll see who's next to jump ship or return to WWE. Good lord. Uh, dude. What the fuck, bro? You like, can't bro, do that. Um, you can't do that. I don't... Oh, man. These people. Uh, yeah, man. Just because you got good creative... Just because you got good creative going, man. Your creative's on an uh, an upward slope. You know what I mean? That don't mean you, you can contract tamper. Um, yeah, like, that bro. is fucked up, man. That is that really is so fucked illegal. up. Like, like, dude. Like... I get you want these people. Just wait. You know how you allure these people? Keep up good television. That's what AEW did. That's how they got those people from you. You know what I mean? And AEW is lucky that it happened to a person that's happy happy creative-wise. 
Because if it didn't, and they didn't say anything, and they could have kept doing that to other people, but now that they're caught, I don't think they'll be doing it much, man, but they're lucky it happened to someone that's, that's creatively happy, man, because oh, like, that could have been bad. That could have been, they could have gotten an inside man, bro. Good lord. But, like, mm-hmm. you, you can't do that, bro. Like, just wait. And what do you expect them to do? Just, yeah, I'm going to ask for my release now. What? Like, and the fact that WWE isn't denying the story, it, it, it's fucking true, bro. Makes it they, even they worse, really, yeah. They, they, they really try to do that, man. And I love Triple H, but I can 100% see that man doing this. I, I really can. He, he cares about his business. He'll do what he needs to him. And to that, it means illegally committing contract tampering. I really want to know who they who they contacted. I want to know that this person's happy because I'm interested to see, man. If it's somebody that's happy, it has to be Adam Cole mm-hmm. or Malachi Black. And my thing is, though, it could be a Triple H guy, but it could also be just a big name. It could be like a Daniel Bryan, or it could be like, I, I wouldn't think of Mox, because I think of Mox, he would have referenced that shit on a promo, so I don't think it's Mox, just because he, he would have said it himself, that yeah, they tried to do that to me. Um, but I think I think it's either Malachi Black, um, Adam Cole, or a very big name. It could be NAWOG, too. It could even be someone who hasn't been to that company yet. We don't know, man, but I feel like it's a Triple H guy. If it was Triple H that did it, it it definitely was somebody that like, used to be a Triple H guy. And those two are the prime suspects. FTR. Like, ooh, I, ooh, I could really see that being FTR. Because they're happy as hell with that shit. So, mm, I think, yeah, it could be FTR too. Because really me and could. you, me and you had mentioned uh, four names the first day it came out: Adam mm. Cole, Malachi Black, Andrade, and Pac. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm reading this again, if the guy is happy, it's definitely not Pac, and it's definitely not Andrade. Because if I was those two, I would have listened. I 100% would have listened. I would not have snitched on them. And uh, if I'm Andrade, I'm probably out the fucking door. Because this is exactly. bullshit. If I'm Pac. I'm asking to drop the fucking AEW Dynamite Highlight Reel Championship, and and I'm out the fucking door as well. I'm listening. I genuinely that's am. The, that is criminal. Is though, that's us. To be honest, I think Pac loves what he's doing in AEW. I think most of this weird Pac stuff is from Pac. I, I, Because he just seems like the type of guy that just wants to stay in the UK for the most part. I think it's all Pac, to be honest. I hate to say it. I think it's all Pac, but Andrade, if I was Andrade, I'd kept that shit to myself, bro. I'd have been out the fucking door. Like, give me back to some hard-ass shit I've been doing, bro. Not this fucking, not this shit. Not the AFO, bro. Honestly, bro. Like, nah. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, and then uh, Bell says, too, Andrade's wife is there as well. Oh, yeah. So... He's going back. Honestly, man, if I'm Andrade, man, I, I'm I'm leaving, bro. I'm fucking leaving. Because I also think Pac likes too the lighter schedule. He does. You know, and he could be the guy. 
he could be the guy. He really could, because it happened with Pac early in AEW, or, you know, he cares a lot about, you know, his reputation and whatnot and whatnot. But he really, he likes to be in the UK for the most part, man. So I, I think it's funny how now, now I'm realizing we didn't want the All-Atlantic title just to be Miro's title. At this point, I probably would have had Miro take it just because it's just Pac's title that he could take across the Atlantic just to be happy. You know what I mean? It, the reverse happened, which I hate to see, man. But I think I think Pac's happy because I think this is what he likes, which sucks because I want to actually see him on TV. I would like if AEW told him to get his ass on TV. But um, yeah. I don't think it's Pac that is unhappy. I think one of the happy people that did tell him was Adam Cole, Malachi Black, FTR. Pac. There could be another random one that we're really not realizing that it could be, but I think it's one of those main four. Yeah, man, because especially with especially with, with Pac, too, I think once he was done with WWE, and mm-hmm. he was living in Florida for so long, I think he kind of, like, missed his family, because mm-hmm. with, with the hectic WWE schedule... He yeah. probably seen them little to none. And then he lived yeah. in Florida. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, in Florida. what the fuck? You know what I mean? But I think once he was done with it, I think if he ever goes back to WWE, he's only going to do television, whatever exactly. show he's on. I don't yep. think he's doing no live events. And I think Triple H knows his value that much that mm-hmm. he, he would honor that. He would, but Exactly. But. I think once that happened, I think he maybe might have realized all the time lost with his mm-hmm. family exactly. over the years. And he was like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. I'm never home. I have to miss all these birthdays. I have mm-hmm. to miss this. I have to miss that. You know, you just miss shit, He's got to be on the fucking road of a country I'm not even, I don't even care for. Like, I think Pac likes what he's, what he's doing now, so. Yeah. Sucks, because I don't. I fucking hate what he's doing now, but (laughs) I think it's fucking horrendous. I actually want to see the man on TV, because he's great, but, um... Got fucking Kip Sabian following him around the fucking world. What the fuck? All the people to be chasing Pac, you got Kip Sabian, bruh. Have someone cool, bruh. I don't know, man, but... (laughs) But, this this story's just hilarious, bruh. They really committed a crime, bruh. They really did. Triple H really committed a crime. Whoever this guy is, Triple H really wanted to reach out that bad that he didn't give a fuck if he contract tampered. He said, man, fuck the law, bro. I need this man under contract, bro. <laughs> he really did, bro. He really you know be did, crazy? man. Yep. What if it's someone who hasn't debuted yet? Imagine if it was like Johnny. That shit would be nuts. Damn. I, uh, if, if, if it is revealed that Gargano's been under contract for AEW for some time, it would have been him. I think it would have been, been him. him. Yeah, which is fucking Triple H would have called nuts. him up, been Ooh, like, "Yo, Triple H would have been like, "Yo, before you debut, you can come back if you want." Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, um, Maybe Pac comes back and works NXT Europe. 
Uh, we're gonna get to that, bro. But I don't think that shit going through, bro. That shit. That shit sounds already like a failure. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry. Um. So, yeah, man. So that is uh, that's our other. That is uh, mm-hmm. two or four big stories we had for you guys. Now, uh, we got just literally just two little ones. Um. <laughs> pretty dead week for the news this one we would have had one little one if if this didn't come out aew signed 2.0 two contract extensions this came out today fightful select have learned that the team 2.0 have signed aew contract extensions angelo parker and matt menard formerly known as chase parker and matt lee uh, joined AEW on August 4th, 2021, before being announced as signing full-time deals on August 19th of that year. Since then, since then, they've been involved in several major stories and joined the Jericho Appreciation Society. Angelo Parker is, Angelo Parker is regularly appearing on AEW television, and they aren't going through dissension after Daniel Garcia... And they are currently going through dissension after Daniel Garcia spat. Had a spat with Chris Jericho on AEW Dynamite this week. Um, we'll have to see how the storyline will be booked in the coming weeks. Yeah, man, 2.0 signed contract extensions. Um, that's great for them. Uh, uh, yeah, bro, those guys... Those guys are are trying to do stuff in their group, Mm -hmm. but it seems like they just keep adding stupid idiots to the group, Um, Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of altered the group. To be honest, I miss the original five members of the JAS. Um, Same, and it's just you know they they had they maybe weren't really as hot as they were a month ago, but they're. Amazing, nonetheless, man. Well, uh, I love yeah. this fucking tag team. They are. They're, they are. They're great in the ring, and they're funny. They're great when they're serious. They're really like a package deal, man. And and they're great. I'm glad they've signed an extension. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So yeah, man. We'll be seeing 2.0 around AEW for a while, man. And it's a great thing to see because this is a great Definitely. tag team, and. uh yeah, yeah, they're just a great tag team, man, and um, I hope they can get back to doing uh, great stuff. Exactly, man. That's awesome. And it's kind of revealed that their AEW contract was for a year because they literally signed damn near a year ago, basically. Because I remember when they first time signed, me and you hated them, which is funny, man. And um, they were, it was the Dynamite a couple, was it? The dynamite of all out that we saw them live rampage where punk came back oh okay i thought it was that but i wasn't sure man yeah so it was i think it was like a little over a year that they were signed man which it makes sense to sign that as a test deal man and i'm glad it worked out man i really am definitely bro definitely and with that aw signed another Parker, not Angelo Parker, but we got the official image. Parker Boudreaux, Boudreaux, 
is all elite. Good for him, man. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's not um he's not Barney anymore. He's not Michael Myers. <laughs> uh Barney. Um he well I I really I really can't be too excited about this man, I'll be honest, because he, he went buster. from that to a trust buster. With uh, so he's in a faction with Arya Davari, Slim Shady, and Sunny Kiss. So like that's just fucking wonderful. Literally, bro, like this pan is just stuck with garbage groups. Not saying that um fucking um what's his fucking face in NXT? And Joe Gacy is garbage, but what they had him doing with him was garbage. And same thing, um, the Trustbusters should have just signed this man, just him. You could put him in, I don't know, maybe Stokely's faction, maybe anything. Team Taz, like you said, that's perfect for him. That is the most perfect thing. And no, they put him in the Trustbusters. You're really busting my trust with that fucking with that creative decision, TK, bro. Come on. Seriously, <sighs> seriously, bro. What the fuck is that group name? What the, what the fuck, fuck is, is that group? Literally, bro. Sunny Kiss Set. No, cat name saying. Fucking uh, who's the fucking that's all they need. dork? Slim Shady. Nah, the other dork. Arya Davari. Arya Davari. Yeah, that's who the fuck it is. Ed Dork. Got the other dork, Slim Shady. Fucking. Why? Why is that group a thing? <laughs> Trustbusters. Fucking A. You know, for, for them bringing him in to do that, man, they genuinely could have just kept his ass as Michael Myers with Joe Gacy. I mean, Might as well, good, good lord. lord, what is that? Or if they didn't release him, bruh. Would have been perfect. He would have got, he would have probably grown his hair back by the time the Triple H took over. Could have got called up. They could maybe put him with Cross or something, do something cool with that, and something. Now he's a trust buster. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> should easy. Should broke up Team Taz, bro. He had the perfect no. new member. I don't know why you would ever contemplate breaking up Ricky Starks. And powerhouse Hobbs. Dude, that beat is such a badass crew. Parker, Bordeaux, Hobbs, Boodle. Starks, and the occasional hook. Yeah. Showed the heat. Yeah, Logan. They, we had the same reaction, bro. It's bullshit. Yep, they did. Bullshit, I was bro. very upset about that. I was very upset about that, man. They did release Trent Seven. Bullshit, man. Shit ain't bullshit. right. Um, yeah, I had the same reaction, bro. I really did. Um, our third big story, man, backstage news on when the next WWE draft could be. According to a report from Fightful Select, many WWE talent believe that there will likely be a WWE draft in the fall. Several WWE Raw stars are set for the first episode of SmackDown after Clash at the Castle on September 9th, and WWE SmackDown stars are scheduled for the September 5th and September 12th edition uh, episodes of WWE Raw. 
Many talent are speculating that the draft could be coming after the Clash at the Castle premium live event. Oh, yeah, PLE. That's right. I love WWE PLEs. Same, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> another factor lending, lending uh, credence to this speculation is the fact that WWE writers have noted that repackages to various talent are coming around the same time as these cross-branded shows. Max Dupree, formerly known as L.A. Knight, and T-Bar, formerly known as D Dominic Dijakovic, are, are both speculated as possible candidates for repackaging. T-Bar recently wrestled a, a standout match against Mustafa Ali on WWE Main Event. <laughs> Poor guys, bro. <laughs> What, what a standout match. What a place to have a standout match. Some people do it on the main event of Dynamite. Main event of Raw, SmackDown. He's on the main event of main event. Holy <laughs> God damn. Why is that show still a thing? Um, That is uh, always one of my favorite shows out of the year. Mm -hmm. um, the Draft. <laughs> um, and... I'm the draft, uh, and one of my favorite shows to do for you guys out of the year is the draft edition of Unscripted, oh, where yeah. we talk about nothing but the draft and kind of yeah. where this can go and what they can do with this. So that is one of my favorite shows of the year, so I'm excited for that. Last year was not exciting at all. Um, it it, it kind of sucked. 2020, I yeah. think, was okay. I think that was the year... They weren't doing shit with Bianca Belair, but then they moved her to SmackDown, and she got a decent run over there before mo being moved back to Raw. But last year's was kind of ass, but I'm excited for this year because you know Triple H wants to uh, really clean this shit up, man, and repackage a lot of people. You know he's splitting up maximum male models. Oh, you know, you know it. Yeah, you know all that shit's going out the window. So, yeah. And I think we're going to see some pretty cool call-ups, man. They're making some questionable decisions in NXT with their champions. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Carmelo Hayes kept his. Santos Escobar is probably getting called up in a in a in the draft. Um, mm -hmm. Legato is not going to be coming with him, though. That's um, stupid. So that it's is very stupid. But I think. My guess is Triple H is going to give them back to him, and I think he's going to finish the D'Angelo and Escobar story on the main roster. Oh, the main roster, yeah. Which Definitely. I like. I like some correlation between NXT and the main roster, which is storylines continuing. Yep. Exactly. Something that should have always been a thing and never was. The storylines exactly. continuing, man. But this, I, I can't wait for this draft, man, because you definitely need to. Not only has it needed it for a minute but just because all the returns and all the people getting called up it's you know kind of a mess right now and everyone knows it because it, it kind of has to be right now there's so much change and whatnot so i can't wait till the draft and everything it just gets organized and i uh, i can't wait man i can't wait yeah and i really appreciate triple h doing this in the beginning of september as opposed to the end of october Definitely, man. Definitely. You know, um, yeah, it, uh, 
Yeah, it's it's so, nothing but a good thing, and this year especially is going to be a really intriguing draft. Uh, I'm very curious to see how they do it, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Maybe Vince McMahon's going to come back and draft Triple H right back into retirement, man. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I think a lot of I think a lot of people are going to be called up, and yeah, it's it should be very very cool. Definitely, man. Definitely. And with that. That brings us to our last story, NXT, NXT UK has been canceled, or as WWE is saying, we'll go on a brief hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, bro, this shit over with, it failed. It failed. And it, it's so sad because it was so cool at first. Those crowds, those first UK takeovers, that shit was heat. And it just evolved into nothing. It really was nothing. I forgot it was still happening for a good minute. Seriously, bro. Seriously, man. Um, WWE has announced... That NXT Europe will launch in 2023 and will reimagine the brand and and talent pipeline. NXT UK will go on a brief hiatus with the World's Collide event on September 4th. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yep, they're trying to compete all out with World's Collide. Tyler Bate versus Braun Breaker. That's what you're fucking trying to... Oh, good lord. Bro, I can't um, wait to see the viewership numbers on that. It's on Peacock, so we probably won't get it. But, man, they gonna get, like, 20,000 people watching that shit, if that. Nobody watching that trash. Um, I know Braun Breaker is, like, ten times bigger than Tyler Bate, but I was telling you this yesterday. In terms of, from a wrestler standpoint, I swear to you, I cannot believe... I, I, that is not believable to me at all. Braun Breaker beating Tyler Bate. That just bro, sounds bullshit. No, dude, Tyler Tyler Bate is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Like, exactly. dude, there ain't no fucking way, man. That is completely ridiculous to me. If that um, man could flip a fight against Walter, bro, Braun Breaker ain't shit. Honestly, dude. <laughs> Come honestly. on. Come on. So... Uh, it will go on a brief hiatus with the September 4th Worlds Collide event being the final NXT UK show for a while. In 2023, decisions will be made on which NXT UK stars will be a part of NXT Europe, with the others remaining on NXT in hopes of getting a main roster call-up. A oh, lot of them will. I could see I, I could see Dragonoff being called up once he gets oh, back yeah. from injury. I can see, see Tyler Bate being once called he loses. Up. Yeah, I can. Yeah, oh yeah. God. I can it's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I could, I could see a lot of them. I, I, I Blair see a lot Davenport, of big ones. Gallus, uh, I could see. That's gonna be heat. That'll um, be dope. That'll be pretty cool, man. Who else remains? That. Good. I think that's, that's just. I think it's literally dragging off Tyler Bate, Gallus. I think that's it. Be a Priestley. <laughs> she Blair don't count, Davenport. bro. 
She don't yeah. fucking count. Get yeah. the hell out of here, bro. Yeah, I know she made an appearance at Heat Wave or Heat Stroke, whatever the fucking event was called. <laughs> heat Stroke. NXT Heat Stroke. NXT Heat Stroke. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Oh my god, if Sports Collide is at three, good lord. Dude, oh, so that means it would probably end like an hour before All Out. Yeah. Yeah. Watching that in the cart. Fuck no. Psych. Watching that shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear a fucking Braun Breaker screaming through my fucking car <laughs> stereo. <laughs> His big stupid ass. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, man. NXT UK has been canceled, and NXT Europe is going to launch. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I, I'll believe it when I see it. I, mm-hmm. I believe that they're going to try to do something there. They're going to try it. But what happens when a lot of these guys that you try to get back maybe sign with an AEW or they don't mm-hmm. want to come back because NXT UK killed the indie, UK, scene. UK indie scene. It really mm-hmm. did. It killed that shit, man. So a lot of those guys probably want to build it back up. And if I if I was most of those guys, man, the way the matter of importance in an NXT UK and what would be NXT Europe all over again, it's it's the fourth brand, it's the fifth brand, really. Nobody cares yeah. about it. People in the UK didn't even give a fuck about it in its later year. So how would anybody really come back to be honest, man? If anyone's coming back, they're coming back to go to NXT or mainly the main roster. No one would want to come back to go to NXT Europe. It's it, it shouldn't happen, and I, to be honest, I don't think it will. I I think like that Triple H, he really does want to do that thing where he takes you know NXT everywhere, and that, that shit's gonna fail, bro. It's not gonna work. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Just take your brand anyway. Like the only one I could see not working the TV wise, but. Just a amount of people wise in NXT India. There's a lot of people over there. They love wrestling. So I could I could see that working, being a cool local thing they could do for them. But like it it wouldn't matter on TV. No one would watch the show. But the NXT Europe, no one's gonna watch that. They have no chance in Japan. They are gonna get destroyed in Japan. They they can't make NXT Japan. That shit'll fail. 10 times harder than they anything they ever created it's it's destined to fail bro out of the u.s the wwe really don't fucking matter <laughs> they really don't so it, it ain't gonna work bro it ain't gonna work especially in japan in the in the india they might have a chance but i don't think it will go through and if it will it'll it'll suck and it'll suck the life out of whatever business exists there if they try to buy shit in japan they gotta know who, who, who's paying for all that shit bro the, one of, yeah one of, one of the one of the the stupidest concepts uh two of the stupidest concepts i think was nxt japan and nxt mexico that's Those so are, stupid that, that is fucking pointless australia is maybe another place i could kind of see it working i could see it working but my thing is what these things should be is some we might have access to but it's really just something over there. They got they can have NXT India. It only matters in India for the for the stars there. It's this enclosed thing, like most country brands that 
have like AAA. AAA really only matters for the most part in Mexico. It's massive over there. It's for those. It's for the Mexican country. It's really not for us Americans. Right. We can enjoy it, but it's really not for us. But the thing is, with these NXT country brands, they try to make it this. They try to make it a thing, and it doesn't need to be a thing. But I don't think those are gonna work. And if they try it, it's it's gonna suck. They can't break into the Japan market. They gonna get assassinated if they try. The Yakuza running that shit. They ain't breaking into shit in Japan. Um, Mexico, they ain't breaking into shit. Um, the only chances they have are India and probably like Australia, Australia, like they like you said. But still, it ain't gonna work. It, this shit just it's it's. I just. It's it's the business. It's he's trying to monopolize still, and nobody's gonna accept that. Yeah, definitely, bro. Definitely. So that's um, what this is. Oh wow! Bell and Logan say in the comments that I think Tyler Bate versus Braun Breaker is a unification match. Oh, you want to go ahead and maybe tell the people what you said about the championship designs? Oh yeah, man. This is this is Triple H's opportunity, or you know, John Michaels, whoever's running it now, because I don't think it's Bruce Pritchard. I don't think it's about to be soon. Whoever's about to be running this shit, man, this is your perfect opportunity to fix those NXT rainbow titles and just overall just update the designs. You could give an overall new NXT title, a new tag title. Because with the UK titles, they all have a title that matches NXT's titles, they have a tag, they have a wounds, they have a wins, and you don't really need to change the uh, fucking um, North American because they didn't really fuck that one up visually. Importance right. um, wise, they don't mean shit, but visually, it's it's fine. You can mix it with the Heritage Cup. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. That's probably the most useless award in wrestling history, bro. I don't even know who won either of those. I think there was like two of them. Don't know who who. Um, the first, I think the first one was A Kid, <laughs> and the second one was Tyler Bate. I think. Oh, I think he's still in the company. Then I didn't see his name in the list of releases. Oh great! Oh it's wow, what a, what a keeper! A kid on the main roster. <laughs> fucking C Kid, the hell, bro! But this is the perfect opportunity to just change the design and just rebrand NXT back, not back. Because I don't think it will go back to gold, back to the black and gold, because it's kind of be pointless. They already did it. Just change it up, and this is their perfect opportunity with the unification of those titles. But it, I'm going to hate to see that NXT UK title go. That was such a pleasure to have exist, and it had a great it had a great history, and they never really truly fucked it up. Walter lost it in a wrong way, but it wasn't to someone... It wasn't to an A kid or something. So it it's gonna suck to see that title go. And it, it was probably one of my favorite women titles, man. So it's gonna be RIP to that UK title, man. But this is their opportunity to rebrand NXT again. Again, man. 2.0 was basically pointless at this oh, yeah, point. Yeah, A kid is Axiom now. <laughs> even worse. How do you how do you make it even oh, worse? Is he? That's oh, wow, A-Kid. I never knew that. 
Axiom is like the the math superhero, right? Yeah, the copycat to that indie guy. God damn. Oh, I never knew that. I genuinely never knew that. Wow. That's crazy. That's funny as hell. What a failure. How do you go from a failure to a failure again? Um, yeah, man. So with that, with that, bro, a lot of WWE or NXT UK, a lot of NXT UK guys were released yesterday. This is our final story, man. Several more NXT UK wrestlers have confirmed departures from the company. Instead of making separate posts, I'll be updating this post when the releases are confirmed. Some wrestlers have implied that they have that that they've been released, but haven't outright stated it. So I'll only include the ones that have been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Here are the names, man. Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster, Wild Boar, Jack Stars, Primate, Shaw Samuels, Rohan Raja, Nina Samuels, Aston Smith, Eddie Dennis. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Dennis. Amelia McKenzie, Kenny Williams. Nina, Nina Samuels, you put that shit twice. What the fuck? Damn, um, uh, Sam Gra, Sam Gra, Sam. Fuck. Sam, Sam Gradwell, Saxon Huxley, Sid, Sid Scala, Tyson T Bone. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at these people getting fired, bro. But T- come on. Teoman, Amir Johnson, <laughs> Trent Seven, and Zaya Brookside. Damn, man. Damn. God, that that's all of NXT UK gone. Man. Did they release Grizzled Young Vets? No, they're in NXT with Joe Gacy. Oh, yeah, they are. They're Jagger Reed and... Uh, what's the other fucking one's name? Jagger Reed and... Uh, uh, fuck, what's the other guy's name, man? Help me out here, guys. It's these names. Jagger, Jagger Reed. Oh, my God. What's the other guy's name, man? Jagger Reed. And Rip Fowler. I think Jagger Reed is James Drake and Zach Gibson is Rip Fowler. Dude, it's all like fucking Harry Potter names. What the fuck, man? But, I mean, it sucks all these people, you know, they lose their jobs. like man. Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new finisher, man. Moves like Jagger, bro. Oh my Dude, if God. tomorrow ever called for that man, you know he'd make that fucking joke. Oh man, he's got the moves like Jagger. <laughs> oh damn, bro. I'm oh, man. Rip Fowler. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got a name is Sam, bro. 
spooky, dude. I don't know who came up with these names, bro. How do you create these names? Like, what is the thought process? You know, about to name this man, bro. Rip Fowler. And just silence in the fucking boardroom. How do you come up with that? But it sucks to all these people did lose their job, man. That that really sucks. Um, Never wish that upon anybody, man. But low-key, though, I think a decent amount of them are okay with it. Because... If I was in NXT UK for its, it's whole run, man, yeah. it was meaningless, man. And I, I would see this as an opportunity to either create something better in the UK or help create something better or go build up a dying UK indie division or go to a different company, try out an ROH in AEW, something, man. To be honest, I'm not trying to be an, be an asshole. But a lot of these, a lot of those UK guys, are fucking, are pointless. I, I don't, I didn't see it in most of them, to I, be honest. I feel like they went there to get their stars up, and yeah. like it just did nothing. There. So I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, exactly. They killed the whole UK indie scene. So that was so NXT UK was the only place you could go if you were in the UK, I wanted to stay in the UK, but, like, I don't know, man, it's, it's like, it, it, if I was in NXT UK and I was released and NXT UK is dead, I see this as an opportunity to fight the establishment, because the whole reason they created Kaiser, the only reason they created NXT UK was to monopolize the UK scene. That's what they're going to try to do in India, Japan, all these countries they want to go to. That's why NXT Europe is a thing. Because he doesn't want to just get NXT the UK. He wants to get Italy, France, everywhere in, the, everywhere in Europe he wants to get. And I don't want that to happen. I want those countries and all those wrestlers to have their own thing. Have their own promotion. Have their own wrestling culture. Like Mexico gets to have, Japan gets to have. And I think the death of NXT UK and the possibility that NXT Europe might not happen, I hope it doesn't. I hope WWE stays in their lane and stays in the US, bro. Because I don't want them venturing out, man. Because look what it did with the UK. It killed that whole scene. I don't want that to happen anywhere else. I hope NXT UK. NXT Europe fails, and I hope they don't try it anywhere else. But it sucks for all these people, but it's it's probably the best opportunity they could have had to create something new or go somewhere else. To me, this is this is just a blessing. It, it really ain't even a curse, bro. Yeah, 100%, bro. 100%. It really is. Um... Yeah, like like I said, man, I feel like a lot of these guys went there thinking that they were gonna become like a big name, bro. But honestly, yeah. the only the only ones that really became stars and, and really better off for it were the guys that were featured on NXT, you exactly. know, in America. So mm-hmm. it it just it deems it it even deems an NXT Europe pointless. Exactly. It deems a NXT UK pointless. It deems anything but NXT, NXT in Florida 
pointless. You know, if anything, like we used to always say when NXT was in its prime, if you create a second NXT brand, go to the West Coast, have it be based in California, and exactly. that could be your difference. It's NXT East, NXT West. Perfect. You know? I, like, that's how it should have been, man, because, like I said, WWE got to stay in their lane. America is their lane. They ain't shit outside of America. So, come on, bro. Come on. Yeah. Definitely, man. So, yeah, I mean, Trent Trent 7 is one that really sucks, man. I I really really would have liked to see. That is, Trent 7 being released as a product of decisions that were made when Triple H wasn't in power. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, um... I think he would have called up Mustache Mountain as a tag Together. team to yep. the main roster. Oh, even yeah. at that point, you can get Pete Dunn out of that fucking monstrosity that he's in right now and bring back British Strong Style. I think Butch. that would have been sick. But what's up? British Bush Style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good boy. So I thought they could have brought back something like that, and I think he would have. But now... With those guys being broken up, I feel like they may think that Trent Seven is useless, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. But it NXT Europe is going to be the same as is going to be the same as uh Oh, another name I actually just noticed that he didn't put on here was uh Dave Mastiff. I think he oh. got released too. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did get released. He was part of the list. I guess he just put him on that list. Yeah, he got released too. That sucks. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Um. It, like I said, it, it deems it completely pointless, man. I mean, is Eddie Dennis going to be any better off? You know what I mean? Like I—that's what I was bringing up with them going there to get their stars up, man, and it did nothing. Because mm-hmm. is a guy like Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan, Morgan Webster going to be better off? Fucking right they are, because yeah. they were featured on NXT, and a lot of the American audience is familiar with them. And they were in those UK tournaments, and they were established names in those UK tournaments. But yeah. is, a, is a guy like Rohan Raja going to be any better off? He's not. He's no. not. It was a lot of... It's these guys on here. The guys that are going to be better off are the guys that were either in those UK tournaments that were heavily watched at the time or were, uh, you know, those tournaments were fucking fantastic for their time. Uh, or they're the guy, or they're the guys that were on NXT. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Especially the guys that were in the first UK tournament, because that was great. And that was where we seen the Duns and the Tyler Bates exactly. and the Trent Sevens. And then the second one are the guys that we seen the Dave Mastiffs and the Mark Andrews and the Flash Morgan Websters from. These other mm-hmm. guys that were kind of just either weren't in these tournaments or little pieces to these tournaments like an Eddie Dennis or a Jack Stars. I mean, these guys aren't any better off, man. It's no. And if anybody thinks that NXT Europe is going to be any better or any more meaningful than NXT UK, 
You're sadly mistaken, bro. Okay, there's lying to yourself. It'll be the exact same. 100%, man. 100%. So, yeah. So, those were the names that were released from uh, NXT UK. And it seems like we got NXT Europe coming on the way. And if it is, if it does end up being a thing... Yeah, like it's just said, as man, meaningless. It's, it's gonna be just as meaningless, man, and nothing's gonna come out of it unless oh, yeah. the guys are uh, unless the guys on those brand on on that on the NXT Europe brand are somewhat featured on NXT, so people can get familiar with them. Oh, the door wasn't apparently. I forgot he's still employed. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. I is he hurt? I thought he was hurt. He might be. I think he is hurt. So they could just be waiting until he's healed to release him because it'd be kind of fucked up to do it while he's injured. But he could be staying. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all the news, man. That is pretty much yeah, all man. the news. So. It's a big week, but a small week at the same time, bro. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of a lot of huge stories, man. A lot of huge stories. So yeah, man. Yeah, that is gonna do it for this edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. This has been episode one twenty three of the news. And with that, man, uh yeah, that is gonna do it, like I said, for this edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast. It has been always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. Okay. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys once again for coming and hanging out with us. As always, man, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. Peace.